play-by-play coming to you live here on this Friday. Casey just there with Coach Brian Colley. We are live at Absolute Fitness. Um, Patna, this is my first time physically visiting. I'd seen pictures on social media and everything in between. This is a state-of-the-art workout exercise facility. If you're trying to get in shape, if you're trying to tone up, if you're trying to be a better version of yourself, this is the place to be. Uh, lots of equipment, lots of machinery, lots of friendly folks. Um, and, man, this is an awesome first-class state-of-the-art facility. Super excited to be here. We're live until 1 o'clock. And, uh, man, we're uh, in the company of some good friends. This is a good place to be. Yeah, very good place to be out if you want to get uh, in shape. And, look, they are about 350 members strong. Wow. And uh, it's 24-hour access. So you can come in at any time. And, and get a workout in, and uh, when you, you come in, the door locks behind you. you got to press a button to get out the door, so it's a real safe environment. Uh, pickleball courts out here. Yeah, I like that. I love and, pickleball. And, and look, I, I, I took a glance in there, and I turned back around. I said, I'm not going to get beat and play pickleball. I'm glad you realized that that's what would have been the end result. Um, partner, um, one of the things that is, is noteworthy, man, um, they are also making the commitment to make sure that look, working out is one thing. I know this, you know this. If, if you and I go run the treadmill for, you know, 30 minutes but then leave here and go to Burger King, it, we, we wash it all away. But there's meals and there's different things. They, they're trying to make sure that you are nutritioning yourself as well as putting in the work and the time in the, in the room. And a good part about it, it's all local. They yes. have meals available from local people, a local vendor. It's, uh, they have honey that's made by a local person here that they sell. And so uh, Matt and his staff over here is doing a great job of uh, building a community and, and everything's local. Uh, you don't have to go out and, and get stuff different places. Uh, it's just a, a great place. And uh, look, when you walk in, you're going to be impressed. Yeah, no doubt, You're going to be impressed. That, that's exactly the, the, the uh, thing that happened to me about 30 minutes or so as I was walking in for the first time. I said, my goodness, this place is beautiful. And I know it took a lot of hard work to get it to this point, but, uh, man, they pulled it off. Man, it's Friday. Usually those of you who listen on Play by Play on Friday know that I start off the show yelling and screaming and screaming that it's game day. I'm kind of a little embarrassed to do that in public. Wait, what do you think? I should do that? Casey, uh, you embarrassed? Yeah. It's game day in southeast Louisiana. We got the Tarpons taking on the Mustangs tonight. We got uh, a lot of games around the area. Terrebonne taking on Ellender. Vanderbilt taking on Morgan City. Central Lafouge, God bless them. They're taking on Destrehan tonight. Hanville taking on Thibodeau. East St. John is playing HL Bourgeois. We've got E.D. White playing Patterson. Um, on and on down the list, we've got a bunch of great games around the area tonight, and we look so much forward to following those scores. We look forward to the Tarpons hopefully being in the absolute fitness red zone tonight and scoring some points against the Assumption Mustangs. Um, we're told Assumption has a big old physical running back. The Tarpons are going to have to try to tackle him before he gets going. But I think on the flip side to that, that Tarpon offense has got to start finding some mojo, man. Look, BJ came on, BJ Young, that is, came on with us on Wednesday, and he told us, he said, look, um, you know, yeah, our offense hiccuped on Friday, but we were also facing, you know, the best defense that we're going to see all year. So they get a little bit of an excused absence there. 
but tonight, it's a more favorable matchup. I want to see the Tarpons get into the absolute fitness red zone and score some points. Yeah, and look, Assumption coming to town tonight, Assumption doesn't have school today. Hmm. So if you're looking for dis uh, an advantage or disadvantage, a lot of times you're you, uh, you in that routine. Not in school. They, you they, go to, it's fall break. Ah, our fall break is Monday, Tuesday. We have it Monday, right. So their fall break happens to fall tonight. And when last year when they were, or two years, I think last year, they were doing the scheduling, and I was still at South, and they, uh, Assumption wanted to move the game to a Thursday night. And, uh, you know, the Tarpons didn't want to do that. They, they wanted to, you want to play on Friday night. It's our For home sure. game, play on Friday so I told Coach Young, blame it on me, <laughs> that we're, we're not moving the game. So we, we, we kept the game on Friday. They're, they're out of school. It could be an advantage for the Tarpons. Uh, takes Assumption out of their regular routine. So we'll see tonight. But that's just uh, – that, Look, I'm not going to lie. That would be a little bit of a, of a concern if I were Will Bruce or not having school on a game day. That's, that's very different. I mean, usually – on a Friday of game day, you know, you know, all right, hey, everybody's at school, they're in classes, they're doing their normal stuff, they're in the cafeteria eating lunch. But now you got some dudes probably waking up at 1 o'clock p.m. and <laughs> you don't know what yes. they're eating, you don't know what they're hydrating. And, yeah, I could see where that could potentially be a problem. Hopefully in the fourth quarter the Tarpons can maybe take advantage of that. It could be very well. And we'll see tonight. But, look, you still got to play football. And uh, the, the running back from uh, Assumption's a real tough runner. He's a, a power runner, but also he's, he's fast. If he gets out in the open, he can take it to the house on any given play. Well, B.J. Young said, and we've seen some good ones this year, but B.J. Young said he might be the best that we've seen. We saw the St. Edmund running back who was electric. You know, electric. It felt like South Lafou shut him down, and he still had 200 yards rushing. Um, and, and we saw that running back not at his best yeah. because that was his first action of the season. He missed the scrimmage, missed the jamboree. Yeah. He was leaving. Yeah, he was leaving tired at times. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. So if if he's being talked about at the same level as, as that guy, man, that's just unbelievable. Um, we did have some Thursday night football last night, by the way. Uh, we had Bonneville get a 14-7 win over West Jefferson. Southside defeats Como 56-24. Live Oak gets a 21-14 win over Denham Springs. Uh, North Shore defeats Fountain Blue 21 to uh, to 14. Hammond gets a 43 to 26 win over Slidell. Uh, Opelousas puts it on Nish pretty good, 42 to 13. Opelousas is really strong this season. They're going to be one of the tough teams to contend with. Um, let's see. Also in the statewide scoreboard, well, I told you about West Jeff and Bonneville. McDonough 35 got a 31 to nothing win over Abramson last night. Good win for McDonough 35. Booker T. Washington of New Orleans defeated the Young Audiences Charter. I have never in a million years heard of Young Audiences Charter, but Booker T. Washington beats them 52-6 to last night. Uh, DeRitter defeats LaGrange 57-6. to Lafayette Christian may be the best team in the state any classification. They get a 65-22 to win over Northside last night. I, remind me during the commercial break to show you a clip of a touchdown that Lafayette Christian scored last night. It was one of the plays of the year. Uh, Leesville gets a 48-6 win over Washington Marion. Uh, Pearl River got a win last night. They defeated LaRanger uh, 46-38. to 
I told you about McDonough 35. Let's see if there's any that I missed here. I think we pretty much. Berwick. I think yeah, yeah, yep, yep, you're right. We got Berwick. Yep, Berwick loses to Donaldsonville 22-19. to So, Donaldsonville gets a district victory over the Berwick Panthers. Um, any score surprise you? I got a couple that surprises me. Uh, what you got? Ponchatoula defeated Mandeville 44-21. to yeah, kind of lopsided, huh? Uh, you know, we we, told, we spoke by Mandeville early in the week about they had, they had a good football program, and they took it on the chin. And uh, Denham Springs goes down by seven Look, to uh, Live Oak. Last night, you and I were at middle school football watching Graceland get a victory over LaRose Cutoff. I was talking to Coach Wiltz after the game, super pleased and super proud of his team. Uh, talked to uh, Jalen Howard after the game. He was also super pleased and super proud of his team. LCO is now 1-3. Raceland is 3-1. and one. And I mentioned it, and again, I, I, every time I mention it, the Thibodeau Middle School faithful come at me, and they came at me again last night on social media. I think Raceland could play with Thibodeau. I don't think that this is a, um, a runaway whenever those two teams meet. Don't crown our Paris champions just yet. Well, look, it is, I think it's going to come down to that game if Thibodeau can match up with the receivers for Raceland. Last night, Raceland did a good job of taking advantage of a couple of mismatches. Uh, and I, I think one play, uh, LCO may have been misaligned or a, a misassignment. But, the, look, a lot of times the, the backs for LCO are right there in position to make plays. They, they just got out jumped for the ball, uh, an athletic receiver going up and catching the ball. But uh, if Thibodeau can match up with those receivers – and force Raceland to run the ball, I think Thibodeau may have the slight advantage. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen the last week of the season, so we will be paying close attention to that and seeing how it shakes out. We're live here from Absolute Fitness, Padna. Uh, They're passing good time here. What you got? Yeah, look, if you're thinking about joining a fitness group and a gym, come out to Absolute Fitness today and join, because if you do, you get to – pick out of a bag and you're going to get one free month or you'll get a no joining fee if you join or a $50 gym gift card so can't beat that an advantage to come right now and sign up and and join and when you come in and when you see this facility you're going to be highly impressed and you're going to I think you're going to want to join and the, the the monthly fee is not bad at all with a 24 hour access you come and go as you please. Uh, a lot of smoothies and stuff you can buy. There's meals you can buy. Uh, just a, a great organization. And I think, uh, I know people, when you walk in, you're going to be impressed with the facility, no doubt. Oh, look, dude, one of the things that is always troublesome to me when I'm trying to work out is I lose interest, right? You know, I start getting tired, and it's like, well, you know, I, I, I don't want to do this. It's boring. Look over there to the left, man. You could go be on a treadmill. Yeah. You could watch ESPN. You could watch the soap operas. If you're into the young and the restless, you could watch whatever you want. So you could better yourself while also helping pass the time. And I know that's a big deal for a lot of people to be able to entertain themselves while also making themselves better. Yeah, some smaller TVs. They have a couple of bigger screen TVs around where you can watch TV while working out and get your mind off of it and yep. uh, enjoy the workout. But, again, uh, the pickleball course we walked in there. I mean, it's uh, that's nice, man. <laughs> it, it's nice, and they had some members that were were getting after it and looked to be competitive. That's why uh, 
Turn That's why we're quick. not in there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's why we're not in there. Tonight, we've got South LaFouche taking on Assumption, 7 o'clock. You'll be able to hear the pregame around 6.30. Unseasonably cool. That front's going to pass by the end of the game. It should be uh, a relatively nice atmosphere. Um, but if Stan were here, he would be telling us nights like tonight are the nights where you got to worry the most about cramping because kids think, oh, it's not hot or don't have to drink. Uh, that first cold front game, Stan always says, is the game where there's the most cramps. Curious to see which team's in better condition tonight. We've we seen cramps last night. Tons yeah. of them, yes. And especially toward the end of the game, people were cramping up. So uh, with the weather tonight, Casey, uh, and, and today, uh, if it's a wet game, who who you favor? Who gets the advantage if it's a wet contest tonight? I don't know. That's a good question, and hopefully it's a question that we don't have to figure out an yeah, answer we, we to. Yeah, we want a dry game, but I'm sure Truck wants, wants it to be a dry game where he's not going to be getting rained on. 78 degrees, that opening kick, man. That sure beats the 95 and 100 that we had at the beginning of the season, right? Yeah, and we're going to possibly have no uh, heat and humidity timeouts. Yeah, that should, the be, six that should minute be washed. Mark of each quarter. I know they still have the option if it would still be warm. The referee has the discretion, but tonight should not be a problem on those lines. Look, we're live here from Absolute Fitness. We're going to be uh, broadcasting live until 1 o'clock. We're going to get Matt and some of the fine folks here a little later in the show. But in the next segment, we're going to get Coach Chandler Guitros on the line. Coach Chandler will be telling us about uh, the Tarpon Junior Varsity and freshman football teams, which got a win on Wednesday against Assumption. We'll talk with them a little bit about also the varsity matchup tonight with Assumption. It is play-by-play live from Absolute Fitness. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Gen Gators at Industrial Power Systems, your local power generator professionals, serving the entire Gulf Coast as your Kohler titanium dealer. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators. For the most trusted brands in the industry, Kohler, Generac, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins, Onan, and more, Gen Gators at Industrial Power Systems is the place for you. 152 North Hollywood Road in Homa and Highway 3235 in Galliano. Attention event managers, Joe's Septic Contractors has been there for you in New Orleans and the surrounding areas. Whether it's a construction site, fair or festival, let Joe's Septic Contractors help you determine how many potties and how much temporary fencing you may need for your next event. Visit joeseptic at viscom.net. That's joeseptic at viscom.net. Locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, Reserve, and Odessa, Texas. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. 
At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines for the first time today, and we have South Coast baseball coach, Coach Chandler Guitros on the line. Coach, good morning, man. How we doing? Hey, how y'all guys doing? Good, man. We're at a workout facility right now. We're trying to get ourselves in shape. Uh, the Tarpon junior varsity and freshman teams showed to be in pretty good shape on Wednesday, getting a win over Assumption. You scored on offense. You scored on defense, made some big plays, and went on the road and got a win. Tell us about that, man. Yeah, look, it was a really good, uh, really good performance by our guys coming off of that uh, game against Lutcher, where we struggled a little bit. Um, really good uh, start to the game, first series. Jacob Gedry has a big uh, pick six to kind of spark us, and then uh, we turn right back around, get a fumble, uh, forced recovery by uh, John Ferreira, which uh, really sparked us. And then after that, man, it was the Kentrell Shepherd show. We uh, we literally ran power right and power left just because we liked the angles on that. Uh, pretty much the whole game, we we really uh, didn't uh, didn't overthink. We might have thrown three passes, and we uh, ran a couple of uh, outside zones with Carter Cantrell on the edge, uh, just because I feel like we need to get the ball in that kid's hand as well as often as we can. So, uh, really good performance. Uh, we had very few negative plays offensively. Defense was sound. Got a great stop next to the goal line whenever they were trying to come back in the fourth quarter. So, an all around great performance. Dude, one of the things that. Um, was exciting to see is that two of your freshmen are going to be dressing varsity tonight. I saw Shepard got called up. I saw Colin Sanamont got called up. Um, got to make you feel like a proud papa, man, knowing that you guys are moving up through the program. Oh, for sure. And it's actually going to be four of them. We have uh, Braxton Petrie, who's a linebacker for us as well. Even He's better. Dressing. And uh, Carter Cantrell as well. So, yeah, man, it's great. Those guys have been uh, performing. They deserve the opportunity. And uh, not just that, they can help. I mean, especially uh, you look at depth uh, as you go throughout the season, you're going to lose guys. And on, uh, on special teams, you know, if, if they're better than the guys that's currently there, put them, let them play, man. It's, uh, it's getting to the nitty-gritty of the season. We in the back half, the best players need to be on the field, and uh, I think those guys qualify. What were your thoughts on the vote on Tuesday? We, we are kind of keeping things the way that they were. Um, where We're going to be, and I say we're, South Lafouche is going to be Division One non-select with about 38, 39 other schools. Had the vote gone the other way, you guys would have been Division One non-select with about 60 other schools. So I think in terms of competitiveness for this year, it's probably the right thing to do. Over the long haul, I'd be open to hearing other ideas. But given the two options that we had, um, it sounds like it'll be better for Tarpon baseball the way it went, right? I think, uh, you know, short term, uh, you know, if we got to be in Division One this year, it's, uh, it's you know, obviously going to be tougher. But, uh, look, we got to win anyway. It really, you know, it, it, that doesn't affect how we approach the regular season or anything like that. It doesn't change for the district, so it's whatever. Uh, I think long term, look, that the definition, if you're a school with open enrollment, you're a select school. You know, you it, you just are. And uh, if, if I could pull guys from Thibodeau and from Central LaFouche, I'd love to. Uh, but we think we're at a disadvantage compared to other schools in the state. I think that it's the right thing to do, that uh, it's not just uh, – finally we wake it up and it's not just private schools that recruit. So I think that uh, everybody spoke loudly and clearly that it was a step in the right direction. 
uh, you know, short term, it might not be uh, the the greatest thing for us that we in Division One right now. Uh, but in the long haul, I think that our numbers, uh, you know, we ain't getting any higher, and I think that uh, we're gonna we're gonna end up back in that Division Two bracket uh, sooner than later. So it's uh, just one of those things we have to tough it out for right now. Give them hell whenever we see them on the field, and uh, you know, I think it was the right move. But Chandler, the vote uh, on Tuesday was just for football, correct? It, it would not have affected baseball either way. Uh, the way I understood was that it was for everything. So I could be uh, totally wrong on that. I hadn't really, you know, uh, looked into it that much. Uh, but uh, I, that's used to me if that's uh, if that's the case. So I, I'm really not sure. Man, uh, you've been studying some assumption tape here and there, mingling with the varsity coaches. What's the game plan tonight? What do the Tarpons have to do to take down the Mustangs? Uh, we got to tackle that big boy. You know, that's uh, that's the key is uh, is tackling. And, uh, you know, last week our defense, people look at the score and they, they see the point total. Yeah, they scored 42. Like, there were so many short fields. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we gave them a lot. You know, I thought our defense played out as, as good as you possibly could for a team that's ever given up 42 points, you know. Uh, so our defense has been great all season. Offensively, you know, finishing some drives and uh, – you know, it's a different animal what we're facing this week. That front that we saw last week had three guys that are all going to play Division One football, in my opinion. Uh, so, and, and that was a tough matchup. Look, especially, uh, you know, we have, they had a kid that's uh, committing to Texas going against a freshman. You know, that, that's a, a tough act for our guys. Uh, I think our offense is ready to show out, get back to, you know, where we expect to be, and I think that we could have a great showing tonight. You know, we got to talk some LSU before we let you go. You're the one who said last Friday, hey, man, I, I, I lean LSU, but I, I'm, I'm sold on the over. And, boy, were you right on that at halftime, though, but pretty much at hit. Uh, LSU's defense is not any good. Got a great offense, but a defense that's really struggling. You're going on the road taking on an undefeated Missouri team. It's a big game. I mentioned this to Brian earlier in the week. I think the season's at a crossroads right now. If you go on the road and you beat Missouri and you look pretty good doing it, you can maybe bounce back and you still control your destiny in the West. But, boy, if you either win a 52-48 to 48 game or if you, heaven forbid, lose the game, those birds that are chirping right now are going to be roaring on Monday. I think this is a crossroads game for LSU coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. And, look, they, uh, you know, you can't give up 50 points in a game and expect to win, obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, the offense showed out. You know, if, if you could get any semblance of a defense going forward, this could be a, a, still a very successful season, you know. Uh, at this point, last year, I believe it was a week later that LSU would drop their second game to Tennessee. I believe it was uh, we were four and one going into that game. But uh, look, everything's still in front of you. Ole Miss is not going to beat Georgia, so they will have another SEC loss. If you run the table, you will be in Atlanta. Uh, but you got to get something going defensively. You got to attack. You got to play. Uh, you know your assignment. You know the, the the back end. There's just too many guys that are getting confused and too many guys running wide open. So. Uh, look, if they could even put a Band-Aid on it and halfway fix it and maybe hold a team to 30 points a game, they're going to win a whole heck of a lot more than they're going to lose. That's that's the thing, bro. Like you touched on it, hit the nail on the head. Like we're not asking for an A+. We're just asking not for an F. Like just give me a C plus and I think you could win the rest of the games. Uh, I'll take a D because I think that offense with Jaden Daniels is going to be A to A-plus every time they take the field. they got some talent and it's uh, – it's a shame that it seems like it's getting wasted right now, but there's a whole lot of season left. Very good. Well, look, man, we thank you so much for the time. We'll see you tonight, bro. All right, man. We'll see you all out there. That's Coach Chandler Guitros doing an excellent job. Um, it's always good when the younger teams get some wins. I think it kind of sets the tone for the week. Right? They go on the road. They got a 20-8 win over Assumption. 
Uh, get the interception from Gidry like we were talking about. Gets returned for a touchdown. Shepard has a big day running the ball. Um, I, do you believe in that? Do you believe that something that happens on Wednesday could maybe carry a little momentum or instill a little confidence going into Friday? I think it can, uh, depending on what happens. Uh, but I, yeah, I do. I, I, I really do. And uh, it, again, it depends what what uh, what happens. But look, if you go out and you just steamroll a team, yeah, I think it would could have some effect. Once Friday gets, and if it's, and especially if it's some of the same guys that are playing uh, on uh, Wednesday night and Friday night, it, it definitely can. There are a lot of games in our area tonight that, on paper, look, just being realistic, just calling it what it is, on paper are not likely to be close. Central Lafouche and Destrahan, Central Lafouche is a huge underdog in that. East St. John and HL Bourgeois, HL Bourgeois is a huge underdog in that game. Vanderbilt, Morgan City, Morgan City is a huge underdog in that game. I think there are two games in the area. Um, Terrebonne and Ellender, by the way. Ellender, a huge underdog. I think there are two games in the area that tonight we're going to have a very competitive score and a very hard-fought ball game. I think there's a slight chance, not a slight chance, I think mean, there's a pretty good chance that Thibodeau could run with Hanville at home for a while, make that one competitive. And I think South Lafouche and Assumption tonight. I think those are the two games in the area. I think when we're giving out our scoreboard updates, we're going to hear a lot of 40-somethings to six. Uh, but those two games, I think, are the ones that are going to have a chance to be the most competitive. Yeah, I think the game we're covering tonight is uh, the game in a week in local high school football, uh, a big game for, for both teams. And look, we talked about assumption. Our defensive line and a, a couple of our linebackers are solid. They are aggressive. They're going to play hard. Their offense is starting to come around a little bit more. They're getting better and better, and especially with the running back. Uh, he's a weapon, and again, he can take it to the house any time. But I think tonight's game is going to come down who makes the fewest mistakes. And that's why I'm going to give the nod to the Tarpons tonight because I think they're going to be focused at home uh, and ready to go, and their routine won't be broken like assumptions. So let me ask you this. Can you – I'm trying to think of the right way to ask this. Can you over-prepare? And, okay, what I mean by that is – we had BJ on Wednesday, and he said, oh, well, I know what Will wants to do. Will knows what I want to do. So, like, mentally you would maybe want to go against some of your own tendencies that time to not be predictable to somebody who knows your stuff. But at the end of the day, if you just play well and execute, they could know it's coming, and you should still – like, can you overthink situations like that sometimes? Yes, you can. And the thing you have to remember, take a step back and Coach Young – and Coach Broussard will not be on the field playing. Right. You don't have to trick the other coach. It's the players that are lining up. And sometimes you go into the game, don't overcoach it. And I think that's what you were kind of yeah. hitting at a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Don't overcoach it. Just play. And I think Coach Young admitted that in one of the games that he was trying to do too much, trying to move formations and shift at the last second to give his team an advantage. And he kind of simplified that, that for the next game, and it proven that it had great results. So, yes, I mean, don't overthink it. Let your kids, you put them in a situation to have success and let them go out on the field and produce. And don't worry about, you know, Coach Young trying to out-trick Coach Broussard tonight. It's yeah. those guys on the field that you got to – make them start thinking about different things. That's the one thing that Kyle Asang always says. It's like, look, 
Yeah, we watch film and, you know, we study tendencies or whatever. But at the end of the day, we don't care. Like, we're just going to try and play the best game that we could play, knowing that if we do that, we're going to win pretty much every time. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, hey, if it's third and two and you've self-scouted and you said, oh, hey, on third and two, we've run it 90% of the time this year. Will knows that, so let's throw a bomb instead. That might not be the smartest yeah. thing to do. Uh, just do what you do, execute it well, and you should um, very much so be in the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and what a great feeling sometimes when you're on offense, if you're running a play and the opposing team knows it's coming and they can't stop you. I've seen that sometimes. Uh, Coach Young, a couple of years ago, they were running a power, and they pretty much ran that power the entire second half. You, the team just couldn't stop it. They you, knew it was coming. The, the Ida year when we played all the home games at Thibodeau High, South Lafouche played Ellender and ran Petrie every single play of the second half. And same situation. They could have called it out on a megaphone who was getting the ball, and it was blocked so well it just didn't matter. Yeah, and sometimes that happens, and uh, you get in that rhythm, and you, your team just starts producing and uh, just play, like you mentioned, play football. You don't have to out-trick people. Just go. Sometimes when you try and out-trick people, you're doing too much. You're out-coaching yourself. And uh, let your kids go out and, and produce for you on the field. Speaking of no tricks, we're here at Absolute Fitness. There's no tricks here. There's only treats. You could get some sign-up bonuses and maybe get a, a free month. There's a wheel out there that you could spin for some different things. They got all sorts of things going on out here. Tell us about that. Yeah. Absolutely no tricks. All treats here at Absolute Fitness. Come out and join today. And if you join, they're going to have a bag you can pick from to uh, additional prizes where you can get one free month of membership. Your joining fee can be waived. Or you can get a $50 gym gift card just by coming in here and joining. And, again, when you walk in here, they give you a tour around and you're going to be highly impressed with the equipment in here the friendly staff that they have here and if you're looking to get in shape uh, before the holidays throughout the holidays and continue on into to next year this is the place to get it done well you know not trying to say anything negative about you know living in a small town but what i'm going to try to say is going to make sense this feels like a big city gym you know, it does. It's got that it's got that big city vibe. Of course, we are in our small little, uh, you know, Cajun community. But uh, there's anything that you could want here and, and much, much more. And talking to Matt before we went on the air, he said, hey, man, we wanted that wow factor. And, uh, boy, did they did they make that happen. It's so wide open. You, know, you don't have to be worried about being crowded around different people. They can have a large crowd in here working out, but it's so spacious with the equipment spread out that it's uh, – Again, it's a, a great facility to come out here and to get, it, to get in shape. We're going to try to get Matt on in the next segment. Let's catch a break when we get back. It's our noontime hour. We're here live until 1 o'clock at Absolute Fitness. Uh, come by, get yourself signed up, take a little tour, come play some pickleball. You can get yourself a smoothie. They got um, meal prep behind me, so if you're trying to change your diet, you could do that as well. A little bit of something for everyone. We'll be right back after this. We're going to try to have Matt Adams on. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. 
Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. While inventory is growing, prices are dropping at Golden Motors. Come to Golden Motors and check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado with the all-new technology and improved great fuel economy. Whether you're looking to tow your boat or camper or if it's just you for your daily commute, the comfort and towing capability is there for you. Check out the new 2023 Chevrolet Silverado at Golden Motors, 15101 Highway 3235 and Cutoff, The Back Road, 325-1000. Chevy, find new roads. Price is priority. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. 3T Oil Change is an efficient quick loop service that offers oil changes for gas and diesel engines, brake tags, tire sales and services, engine and cabin air filters, bulb replacement and wiper blades with the convenience of a drive through No appointment necessary. 3T Oil Change on Main Street and Cutoff. Call 798-7401. Proud supporter of South LaFouche Sports. 3T Oil Change says, Go Tarpons! That's here. what you need coming back. Absolutely. It's rocking out here on, on KLEB. Uh, Casey just over with Coach Brian Colley. We're expecting to be joined by Mr. Jaden Bereji here in just a second, one of the fine folks here at Absolute Fitness. Um, bro, we talked about high school sports. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, some of the matchups and some of the things that Tarpons are going to be facing. On the middle school side, we are now down to three teams in contention for the Paris Championship. Well, actually, we'll pause that because we've got Mr. Jaden Bereji who will be joining us here at the radio table. Good morning, Jaden. How are you doing, man? Good morning. Good. Look, we're here. We're extremely happy to be here in this gorgeous facility that you guys have. I understand you opened in the spring, and, uh, boy, you guys did the damn thing. This is a beautiful <laughs> place, man. Tell us about it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so it was – a project that kind of came along um, randomly that was um, another company that was destroyed for the storm that we got to rebuild and redo. Um, and for us, it was a no-brainer. Um, we've been working here for 15, 20 years um, in the group fitness. So it was pretty much like opening back our home for our people again. Um, it's like family for us. 
we were talking to Matt when we came in, and he said, man, we wanted that wow factor. We wanted people to walk in and say, oh, my goodness, look at this. That's what happened to me when I walked in. So, yo, kudos to you all, man. This is a beautiful place. Uh, thank you. So, I mean, we, you know, we, we did the store. Uh, I, was, I was a big part of the Galena Fresh Market for that and that whole remodel. So when we came to this, um, we did it all over again. And it was literally the same exact thing when we walked in. We had no roof here. <laughs> And it was like uh, deja vu all over again, and we started from ground up, and uh, for the most part, and redid it, and it was that's what we wanted. We wanted a home feel, with um, that they can just kind of escape for a little while. I know one of the things that's most difficult for me is finding the motivation to actually do it. But you guys have some group courses and some different things, so where you could be working with your peers, working with an instructor. And that helps, man. That helps get people, you know, they want to be a part of something, man. Talk about that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of how we, I started um, in the gym world. Um, like at this point, that's 15, 20 years ago now. But um, it was in group fitness. It's a, it's a great time. We offer, I think, five or six different programs of all different types from uh, weight training to cycling to um, just toning of core and, and, and uh, mixed martial arts. And it's something that you know, with an instructor and a group there, it's, you don't, there's no one looking at you. Everyone's kind of looking at themselves. So you kind of tap out for a little bit, and you get to just kind of move into a space where it's, where it's enclosed. There's no really mirrors. There's no really people staring at you. Sure. And, it, and it's more comfortable for a lot, a lot of people to kind of just get their foot in the door and kind of um, – tap their toe in before they can do anything. I think get comfortable in here and, and, and then have a family here with us. And because I you know our group fitness, we're, we're more like a family. We're very close knit. We're very, um, we know every single person that walks in our classes. We know when they're not here. We know when they are here and we reach out to them and everything. So, yeah. We've been talking throughout the course of the show. Uh, you guys are doing some very special things this month, uh, you know, offering some discounts. Or, and I see there's a Wheel of Fortune wheel over there. That's always exciting. <laughs> Tell us about what's going on here this month, man. Yeah, so this month, um, as you sign up, you can. Um, there's three different things you can pick from, whether it's a no-joining fee, which is about $100 savings, or uh, a free month membership, or we give you $50 that you can use for any juices or personal training or merch and merch or cool. anything else and then um as well as you can you can spin on the wheel um and get all kind of free stuff there um so everyone ha has an opportunity we're here till what till one for another hour yes sir and uh you can come in and spin on it all for the next hour and just win something whether you're a member or not and tell us about the local touch you'll have here i know you'll have some items to sell some honey i believe it is and meals but that's all from local vendors correct yeah so um the uh, meals is on bar and grill uh they're a local company here that cooks uh they're actually working on getting themselves a uh, um an actual building that they're remodeling but right now they use the cutoff youth center to cook all the food and every week they're there um and then every week they deliver here once a week or maybe sometimes twice a week depending on how crazy it is or busy it is and um, it's all healthy meals that they can customize themselves in pre-order or they can just pick from the cooler. And guess so that's already here. Um, as well as the honey, the honey is local. It's from LaRose. Um, and there's all different types of si and sizes and flavors and little straws and, and all that stuff. Yep. Uh, pickleball is a big thing in our community now. Heck, not just our community. It's a big thing around the country right now. You guys have an indoor facility. It's nice. If I didn't have this headset on, I'd be in there playing right now. Uh, talk oh. about that, man. Okay. Yeah, so it's a trend that um, it's a huge trend now across the country, I guess. Um, 
and we saw different clubs that we are friends with and everything that they put it inside um, in their group in the studio when they're not having classes. And we thought it was a great idea, so we decided to do the, do the same thing. So at any point where they're not having classes, they can move the um, the court and um, or the net and kind of make their own court and stuff and have a little fun with it. How fulfilling is it when you get that person who's struggling, who maybe has some health issues, trying to cut some pounds or whatever it may be, and then they stick it out for 90 days, three, four months, and, and are starting to finally see those results and are maybe getting off of medications. And that's got to be one of the most fulfilling things in the world, like positively changing somebody's life. It really is. you know. And for us, you know, especially in group fitness, for uh, I remember there's people that um, are, from when they start from day one to where they are now, you can see not only the transition physically, but mentally, emotionally. Um, and you see the, their light shine more and more and more. The more time they come, the more things they're doing. And then I remember um, having one member, um, and she started in the back of the classroom, didn't want to talk to anybody, and then eventually within three months was in the front of the classroom (laughs) running her own 5K race, us all encouraging her. And it's just a really rewarding feeling that you had a part to do with some of that things. I'm a night owl. I'm I'm the guy that's up at 2 and 3 a.m. If you join and you're like me, you could come here at 1 o'clock and get on the treadmill, like 24-hour access for members, right? For sure. Um, this week I've been night owl as well. I not <laughs> sleep at all this week. But, um, yeah, so we are 24 hours. Um, we have a key file that you can come in. And we also um, – you can sign up online for a day pass and then have the 24-hour f- um, – the access from using an app on the phone or from using that – so it's really convenient for anyone. We try to make it as, as most convenient as possible uh, with the app and with the services. Awesome. You got anything for Jaden, Coach? No, just a beautiful facility out here. And, yeah, it has to make you all feel good where you just mentioned someone comes in a little bit shy. Then in a few short months, I mean, they're talking to everybody, leading the class. I want to be in the front of the class. It has to make you all feel really good. Yeah, you know, and it, it really does. Um, it's, it's, it's a real crazy rewarding feeling I know, I know for myself um through high school and through school and everything i wasn't really big into fitness and really wasn't big into um the athleticism and when i came to the gym and started doing all these things it was the same thing you know i was in the back of the classroom and now i'm teaching on stage and now we're here opening a facility and it, it's really a rewarding feeling that anyone can have that opportunity how many instructors y'all have here so right now we have about five instructors yeah yep. that that's awesome man well look you guys have done a wonderful job. We thank you so much for the time. Thanks so much for having us. And, uh, man, keep on keeping on. For sure. Thank you for coming. Yep. That is Mr. Jaden Bereji with Absolute Fitness doing a wonderful job here at this beautiful facility. Coach, uh, this place got it going on, man. Yeah. Look, and beautiful and spacious. And just uh, when you walk in here, they make you feel at home. Yep. So, and that's, that goes a long way. And, and, and the bottom line is getting healthy. Yep. No doubt. And I, I think Casey – uh, the challenge might be on me and you against Truck and Buddy. Oh. Pickleball. Oh. You're stacking <laughs> the deck in our favor a little bit, aren't you? Well, I wasn't going to say Ken can play in, in, in place of Truck but or Buddy. I'm not even going to go there. Did y'all even, you're see. trying to stack the teams. You're trying to get me in trouble. We're not even going to go there. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll have Damian St. Pierre. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to KLEB. 1600 AM and K274 DE 102.7 FM Golden Meadow. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? 
Come see us at DoFriendLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the DoFriend difference. Attention event managers, Joe's Septic Contractors has been there for you in New Orleans and the surrounding areas. Whether it's a construction site, fair or festival, let Joe's Septic Contractors help you determine how many potties and how much temporary fencing you may need for your next event. Visit joeseptic at viscom.net. That's joeseptic at viscom.net. Locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchon, Abbeville, Reserve, and Odessa, Texas. Bless Your Heart Nonprofit Corporation's mission is to enrich lives and inspire hope by addressing social, educational, and financial needs in the Bayou region. We want to wish all the teams at both LCO and Golden Meadow a safe and successful season throughout the year. So from our team to yours, go Bulldogs and go Lions. For more information on Bless Your Heart Nonprofit, you can go to our website at www.blessyourheartnonprofit.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Bless Your Heart Nonprofit. Use your powers for good. Gen Gators at Industrial Power Systems, your local power generator professionals, serving the entire Gulf Coast as your Kohler titanium dealer. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators. For the most trusted brands in the industry, Kohler, Generac, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins, Onan, and more, Gen Gators at Industrial Power Systems is the place for you. 152 North Hollywood Road in Homa and Highway 3235 in Galliano. Advanced Eye Institute in Cutoff, your hometown eye care specialist, is happy to announce the addition of another hometown eye care provider and Dr. Tana LaFont to our office. Dr. LaFont is happy to be back home in South Lafouche to provide eye care services for the community. Call the office at 985-632-2884 to make your appointment today. Dr. Darby Chasson and Dr. Tana LaFont look forward to providing the best eye care services to their hometown for years to come. Visit us at 16140 West Main Street in Cutoff. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Friday, and we're at Absolute Fitness. We're having a great time spending our early hours of game day here at a wonderful facility. It's time for us to get into trouble. We're going to the phone lines. We've got Damian St. Pierre lined up. That's always trouble. Damian, what's going on, man? How we doing? Guys, I'm not ready. Oh, well, we don't have Damian St. Pierre lined up. Truck's going to have to give us the cue whenever whenever we're ready to rock and roll. Must be uh, swimming in a swimming pool somewhere that's closed. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to try to get him lined up. Truck, if you need a phone number or something, let me know. Um, Pondo, we're having a good morning, uh, a morning that is now afternoon. Um, got some folks here getting some work in, uh, which is always great to see. And uh, 
Dude, I know I mentioned it earlier in the show. For me, the biggest thing fitness-wise is the motivation to actually get off my butt and do it. But whenever you're coming to a place like this, <laughs> you're comfortable and it doesn't feel like you're working out when you're on a treadmill watching the doggone Saints and Patriots that you got on one TV and sports show on the other, the news on the other. Like, man, it's awesome. You could, you could better yourself while also entertaining yourself. Yeah, look, you uh... – you get in a, a run in on a treadmill watching a Saints game, I guarantee you're going to run faster and faster. You're going to want to put that thing up, and you're going to want to run a lot faster than what you normally run. Well, it can stress you out, but Dude. relieve some of the stress, too. He's on. Are they going to win Sunday? No. <laughs> I like the definitiveness with no. which you said that. They're only a one-point underdog. It doesn't matter. All the Patriots yeah. need to do is score one point to win. That's that's the problem with yeah. New Orleans. I'm giving my pick away tomorrow. Um, I am not picking the Saints. Do you think? Uh, do you think that Derek Carr is the answer, or do you think that he's being given bad play calls? Like, what do you think is the issue there? Well, I think Carr is the answer right now. He's the the best option they have, and it, it, it's a combination where he just holds the ball too long. Uh, the play calling, they never get in a rhythm calling their plays. And it's like they always starting over. It seems like on every play they cannot get in a rhythm. And look, they're, they're big dollar people are, are chirping. And uh, they're not happy and something needs to be done. And Pete Carmichael was going to go on, the, you know, the news yesterday and say, oh, it's uh, my fault. Well, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that. You don't. What good it does for him to come out, and, and you know, and say, "Oh, it's it's my fault." It starts with me. Yes, it does. The offense. Yes, it does. And uh, the the people in the locker room are behind him. Of course, they're going to be behind him. But uh, they need to change something on that offense. Get a, a spark or something has to be done. But it's. Uh, it's frustrating to watch, and they just they got to get at a rhythm. And if they can, uh, they have the athletes on that offensive side to move the football. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Look, we, we go to the phone lines now. We do have Damian St. Pierre squared away. D, good afternoon, buddy. How we doing? Hey, Casey, good afternoon. First thing I heard was uh, treadmill. Are, are we wrapping bats before we get on the treadmill, or are we just going straight to the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> you like that, huh, Coach? Well, hey, true story. Can't <laughs> deny it. Story. Look, dude, we were um, we were just talking about some different things, but I want to lead off with South of Hushbiti. You guys have a big old tournament this weekend. A bunch of teams are going to be participating. Cutoff Youth Center is going to be rocking this weekend, won't it? Man, so, so Casey, normally our fall break, we usually take that weekend off. Uh, back in 2016, we did a tournament. I think we had 14 teams that signed up. Uh, so we're kind of taking the same participation level and then turn up. We got 41 teams signed up, so we had to do some, some different things to make the games pass. We're doing like a travel ball, uh, some AAU-style rules, running clocks, a couple things differently. But, man, we got 41 teams. We got 36 games over the next three days. We kept off at 530 tonight. If you're looking for something to do, we've got, got a lot of games going on at Cutoff Youth Center. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's incredible to hear. 40-plus teams, man. Um, look. B and I were just talking about the Saints a second ago. Um, Brian said, hey, they're going to lose to New England this weekend. He doesn't believe in the offense. I'm not all the way there yet. I think that they're going to get a little better. Um, but, Damien, there were two people in the offseason who routinely came on this show and were saying, hey, Derek Carr is not going to fix everything. 
That would be myself, and that would be you. So I'm going to give you a chance to gloat a little bit, man. The Saints are struggling right now, and it's kind of as we predicted in the offseason. 20 years, you know I don't like to gloat. But, oh, uh, no, no, okay. <laughs> uh, listen, if, you, if something doesn't work in, in one spot and you get it back together in another spot, normally it does. It's the same results happen, happen to happen. And that's exactly what's going on in New Orleans right now in the first four, in the first four games of the season. And um, the, the offense is just not there. And they're having trouble put, putting everything together right now. Yeah, no doubt I, about I, that, I don't, man. I, Look, I don't, and one of the things that's it's starting to become a problem is I think they're losing the locker room. You got Alvin Kamara saying, you know, hey, I'm frustrated. We got to get this fixed. And, you know, media members are saying, you know, hey, we got to change who's calling the plays. And Dennis Allen is saying, well, I don't know. You know, maybe that is an option we got to look into. I don't know. It just feels like if this continues on for another couple of games, they're going to lose everybody in that building, man. Man, some of the interviews that are coming out of New Orleans right now are very cryptic and almost normally they're they're very cryptic, but it's almost to the point where where they're supposed to, they're calling out folks by name by now on who they want done or who who they want to have the ball and how they want it done. It's it's, it's a really really weird situation. Um, I still Casey, I saw some Vegas lines with head coaches that are on the hot seat. Who's going to finish the season? I didn't see Dennis Allen's name on that. I don't know how he continues to keep getting the pass. And look, I get it. Carmichael's not 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 dialing up correctly. But who's his boss? When and what is he? We talk about it every week. What is he proving? I just don't know why Dennis Allen continues to get the pass when he's never been successful. He's never going to be successful. And it, it it seems like it's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. Uh, look, Damien, could it be that the uh, the boss is too worried about the Pelicans right now? I learned something coaching the solid food is never the assistant's fault. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. There we 100% go. 100% right. <laughs> Look, dude, speaking of, uh, of coaching, uh, Golden Medal Middle School basketball is going to be roaring before we know it, dude. I know we're in the middle of football season, but the calendar tells me it's October 6th. When we get to the fall, it's basketball time. Where are you guys, you know, do you have a tryout date set, or what's that looking like over at Golden Medal? Yeah, I'm not counting down anything, but we got exactly 19 days until we try out. Um, it, 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 we're to a point in the football season where I'm kind of not enjoying it, and I do. I go through this every year because we get so close to basketball. You're just hoping that everybody's going to be healthy, and I've done that for the last 10 years that I've, or the 10 years that I coached in the school system. You just wait for those guys to, to to make sure that they're healthy. You go on a game just to make sure that they're okay. And unfortunately, we've taken a couple of bumps and bruises over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but, yeah, October 25th, 26th, and I believe the following Monday is going to be our first official tryout date. Um, there's a lot of talk around school and a lot of excitement around the program. We did some you know, we did some really good things last year. We're going to continue to build on that. Um, shout out to the community. We're doing, a couple, uh, sponsor, we're doing a couple of sponsorship opportunities, trying to get some, raise some money for some new uniforms. And they came out in droves last night. And, you know, we hit our benchmark of what we're looking for in, in less than a, less than 13 hours. So credit to the community and uh, and, and the school and you know just everything that that that, every, that the school is doing to, to to just stay relevant inside the community. And we, we much appreciate that. And we're very very looking very much looking forward to it. We got about a 21 game season, 23 game season, depending on the tournament schedule that end up coming out. Uh, both boys and girls, and just it's, it's an exciting time. We're going to try to capitalize off of this, off the groundwork that we laid last year. Now, talking about a less positive subject, uh, the LSU football team, man, just couldn't get off the field against Ole Miss, gave up so many third and long conversions. And, 
you know, just knew at the end of the game when they punted it back to Ole Miss, even though it was a good punt and it was down to the 10-yard line, you just knew they're going to get at least a field goal and they're going to win this thing. They got more than that. They got a touchdown, which actually helped LSU because it gave them a chance to get the ball back. But, bro, uh, it's frustrating watching an LSU defense. They can't get stops. They gave up 700 yards of offense to Ole Miss. And we should have known it was trouble in the Grambling game. For a quarter and a half, Grambling was doing whatever the heck they wanted to do. Um, that defense better get fast, get get right fast, or else they're going to have a lot more problems with the meat of the SEC schedule coming up. I'm pretty sure we both said it last week. Make sure you take the over. I think that was the lock of the week. Uh, and that may have hit before halftime or mid-third quarter. But unbelievable, just not not being able to just tie down and, and get a stop late in the game. They don't I tackle. I, 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 listen, as, as many mistakes fundamentally that we made on the coaching side, the defensive side, the special team side, if Denver Harris makes that third and long tackle, the game's pretty much over. You're going to have a, a fourth and, and forever, and they have to try to convert that. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't have, that Ole Miss would not convert that. But if you make that one tackle, the game's over. But also, if you if you you have to pick you have to pick one on that last offensive drive, you have to either run tempo to stay in the rhythm of your offense, which did a fantastic job, or you have to slow it down. You can't go in the middle. There's at no point in that game that we run a halfback dive up the middle just to run it, and we snap the ball with 20 seconds left. You can't be in the middle of a high rhythm offense or running the clock. You have to pick one. And that's what I was so frustrated because we just pretty much punted the ball back with however much time that Ole Miss needed to score. I just it was a boneheaded play, a boneheaded call, and I, it's hard for me. To, I'm still obviously you can hear the tone of my voice. I'm still not over. Yeah. Uh, dude, look, look, let's talk some boxing. I know you, you follow that stuff closely. Canelo Alvarez gets a win last weekend. I didn't watch the fight. I saw he won, and I saw he won decisively. Um, did he look good doing it? I know we mentioned last Friday, you know, hey, we wanted to see him look like the pound-for-pound pound best again. Did he Did he pull that off last weekend? So he did. He dominated over 12 rounds. I was so angry after the LSU Ole Miss game that I just turned my TV off. I didn't watch anything else. Um, so it got to that point. But it looked like from, from reading the reports that Charlo just decided, hey, I, I want to be here and I'm just going to take up some space in the ring and – and just sat there for 12 rounds and kind of took a beating. He didn't really, he didn't really return much fire, and Canelo just did whatever he wanted to do. Um, but it looks like it's, it's going to set Canelo up for for another huge pay-per-view showdown. Um, you know, many as, as many as you can count that he's had. You know, he's, he's got another one ready ready to go in his next bout. So here's the thing about Canelo, right? Like. In terms of age, he's really not that old. Like, he's either in his late 20s, early 30s, probably early 30s by now. But he's just fought so much. I mean, he's got 80, 90 professional fights, whatever it is, like just a big old number buzz when he was in Mexico. He would fight dang near every weekend. So when looking for a boxer to start to wear down a little bit, is it more age or is it more the amount of punishment that they've taken in their career that's a factor? It, to me... It's like kind of like uh, tread on a tire. You you could see it starting to wear, um, and you could you could do it going 100 miles an hour. You could do it going five miles an hour, and the tread's gonna still wear out. Canelo started fighting in Mexico at the age of 16 years old, uh, and I'm not sure how old he is now, but he's got a lot of tread wear wear off that those tires. But he's still competing at a very very high level. I don't think he's I don't think he's in his prime. I do think that uh, he's got one or two mega fights left in him. Before we're going to see 
you know, he, 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 he's a half a step slower. He's not a full step slower than, than what he was, but he's smart enough. He's one of the smartest boxers that, that, that's, ever, that, that's ever stepped in the ring. So he's going to know when. You know, I don't think he's taking that much punishment. He's been in one, one, one or two wars in his career, but he's always been very tactical in what he's doing, and he's, he's very smart, and he, he's, got a couple, he's got a couple blockbusters left in him. Hey. Yeah, no doubt about that, man. Uh, look, let's talk about Jonathan Guidry. He's going to be fighting on a Don King show coming up, defending a title. If Jonathan wins that fight, could he potentially put himself to face one of the best heavyweights in the world after that? Like, how big of a stepping stone would it be, or should he be victorious out in that card in Miami? Man, the thing about heavyweights, it, it, it's almost, you know, Bobby J says it often, what have you done for me lately? It, it, it's how, how good have you looked in your last fight? And if he could somehow get uh, a very impressive showing, a very like a, a knockout against, a, you know, the guy fights 19-1, and one, he's, he's no... He's no slouch for sure. I think he's a former Olympian as well. I don't know. I don't know if if uh, if Jonathan's going to be favored coming into this fight. But if he could somehow look impressive, and I think he's taking this fight serious. I know in the past you know, he's kind of been up and down as far as the training, but I know he's re-signed with Don King, and uh, he, you know it, it's kind of now or never for the guy. If he's going to, he's on a huge level, and if he can compete at this level, he's in the top ten. And he's going to continue to rise. All you got to do in boxing is be in that top ten. You never know when your number is going to be called. And he's got it called already. And he's, and he's, and he showed that he can compete. Oh, that's that's awesome to hear, man. Uh, look, before we let you go, uh, the LSU women's basketball team has started practice. And I know you and I have said, you know, hey, how big of a turnaround it must be for the women's basketball program to be being discussed in October. Um all reports are that team is loaded to the gills. You got Van Lith from Louisville. You got Morrow from DePaul. You bring back Angel Reese. You got the number one recruiting class in the country. Michaela Williams from uh, Parkway, just a dominant player. Um, I see some of the comments from some of the reporters saying, hey, this team is much better than they were last year. Um, but, and, and as Brian always tells us, there is the potential that you can maybe have too much talent in the locker room, maybe some egos and some different things happen. If you were Coach Mulkey, what would be your biggest concern? Because on paper, you got the best roster. What would be your biggest concern going into the year? My biggest concern right now is don't mess this up. It's like you're driving a Ferrari. You, you don't wreck it. Keep it, in, keep it within the navigational beacon, and you'll be okay. But you're going to be more managing with this roster. It's impressive. You're going to be more managing egos and managing playing time rather than strategizing because I think you're going to be favored probably 95 to 98% of the games you're going to step on the floor. You're gonna to have to manage the locker room, and you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to make sure that everybody's happy. It's only one basketball that goes around. You got you know eight of probably eight top fifty, top seventy five players in the nation that you that's on your roster. That's that's a that's scary to walk in somewhere, and hopefully you can find enough enough uh, playing time for all those folks. The case I was wondering something. I got an email from the LSU men's basketball about season tickets. I wonder season ticket sales if the women's are going to outweigh the men's as far as sheer numbers. That that would probably be a pretty safe bet, huh? I would think so, but they tell me the women have sold a, a bunch. Uh, so I would think that that would be something. And, look, I think that if they could get Jalen Cook cleared, which hasn't happened yet, I think the men are going to be better, too. I was talking about this last week. Uh, I think the men can have an NIT season. I like some of the things they did in the portal. I still think Matt McMahon's a good coach. They're dealing with some Will Wade stuff still. Um, I think the, the men are going to make a pretty big leap forward this year as well. Yeah, they played well in the beginning of the season. I know they, they weren't playing everybody. They weren't playing the you know, top of the country, but um, SEC, it got a little rough, but I think McMahon knows 
he knows the lay of the land now. He knows the kind of guys he's going to have to have to compete. Is it a prerequisite if you're a McMahon, you have to have a mustache? <laughs> Good question. It's certainly the one in WWE has one right now. Speaking of that, um, we got a lot of things that are happening, man. Uh, you know, Jay Cargill signs with WWE. It looks like CM Punk may be signing with WWE. Um, AEW gets edged. Like, man, the, the wars are on, man. We're starting to see guys move, guys and gals move from one roster to the next. The AEW ratings still are not very good, but uh, we're starting to poach each other now. It's starting to become a fight. Yeah, hey, I saw that. I saw a few things. Man, I didn't hear. The, I did not hear the CM Punk signing. I'm. If that happens, I'm talking about locker room issues. That dude is an absolute can't locker room cancer. I, I can't deal with him. But I also read this morning that uh, WWE's in heavy negotiations with Will Ospreay. That guy's a tremendously talented, and that's a huge get if you if you pick part if you're picking a part AEW's roster. And then I see like Cena and Cody Rhodes are on NXT. They're trying to compete. They're calling it the Tuesday Night Wars now. I know it's a secondary show for WWE, but that's AEW's top-of-the-line show. If they're going to start throwing some superstar power on Tuesday night, that makes things even more interesting. One more thing before we let you go. Uh, are the Saints going to win this weekend, and will LSU win this weekend? Give us your score predictions for both. I'm, I'm really, really scared of, 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 of LSU with the, that early kick again, and they got a, a pretty hot Missouri team. But I do think LSU pulls it out. I think they find a way to win. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be close. Um, I'm gonna go, man. I'm gonna go 27-24 LSU. Somehow we keep we keep um, their wide receiver out the end zone four to four times, and then on the Saints side, I, I, I'm not I'm not seeing it. Um, I, I think I think New England's not as good as, as people think they are, but I don't think the Saints the Saints are worse than what I think people think they are. So I'm gonna go 27. I'm gonna go 21 14. I'm two touchdowns for the Saints this week. That's what that's what that's what's on my mind right now. What last time, man? Uh, when does the bitty tournament start? I know it's tonight. When's the opening tip? Yeah, five thirty tonight. Uh, and then at eight o'clock on Saturday, we go to. I think we play till six on Saturday evening, and then Sunday we crank up again at eight o'clock. And the last game, I believe, is at four thirty. So got all the age groups: eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, boys and girls. Uh, got a lot a lot going on, and. Uh, it's just if you if you're bored, come out and check it out. Uh, make sure you check out our player of the week on uh, on our Facebook page. Question: If y'all can hear me, yeah, yeah what's up? Mid middle school football. We have a uh, a young man that came in from Indiana, transfer at the Golden Meadow. How? What kind of impact is he going to do on Golden Meadow basketball? So uh, that, that's Ahmad Taylor. Ahmad's a really, really good kid. I got a, got a chance to know him over the last three weeks. He's involved in our bitty basketball program. Um, he's an athlete. He can shoot the ball. He's, he's lanky. He's a good defender. Um, I, I'm gonna let it, So Ahmad, I'm excited about Ahmad. There's another kid that came out, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to ruin the surprise. But this kid, he'll do some damage for us this year. Another kid that hasn't been in, hasn't played organized basketball ever. Uh, it's his first year, and um, I'll give him some props. It's going to be Lolly Castillo. Uh, just kid grew over the summer, and that's a guy I'm really excited about to go along with some of the guards. I didn't think we'd have too many bigs, but with Ahmad and, 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 and Lolly and then K.K. Armand, we got some, some bigs to match up with. It. We're real guard heavy, but we got some bigs to match up down low with some uh, – some of the Pirates' foes. 
Unbelievable. Damien Sampierre getting busted for some NIL deals in the eighth grade. I knew something like that was going to come up, truck. I knew that. <laughs> Good luck, South buddy. Mr. South Bend, Indiana, too. How cool is that? Oh, that wow. is cool, man. Look, thanks so much for the time. Have a great weekend, brother. Thank you all. Appreciate you guys. Yep, that is Damien St. Pierre joining us, as he always does on Friday. Bitty basketball tournament out at the Youth Center beginning tonight. Uh, if you're not into going to the Tarpon football game, go to the Youth Center. You can watch the next generation compete, and they'll be playing Saturday and Sunday as well. Yeah, big tournament coming up. And Casey, I mean, the LSU fans, going into the season, how many games you, you thought they would win, honestly? Ten. Ten, ten and two. And that's still – they got to win the and, rest and, of them, though. That's tough, man. You got to beat Alabama, Texas, A&M, Florida, Missouri. Like. And, and come on. It, it's Missouri. Before the season started, I guarantee you'll have this game marked easy for LSU, no matter what time they play. I, they, they have one bad game. Here's the thing. And, and, and now, y'all, just you want to cancel the season. Here's the thing. Here's the reason why I don't take stock in anything that you're saying right now. Because last Friday – Oh, it's Ole Miss. Oh, Lane Kiffin doesn't win the big games. LSU's going to crush Ole Miss. What was, happened then? I was just trying to relax you. You were panicking. I was just trying to get you relaxed a little bit. LSU's going to give up a bunch of points tomorrow. And they're going to win. I, well, I do think they're going to win, but they're going to give up a bunch of points Then you still going to want to fire the coach. Matt House, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have happened last week, to be, to one be frank. Game. One game. One game. But it's not one game. They've been they've been bad on defense every game. Grambling had two hundred yards on them in the first quarter. You played to win the game. And in the last ten games, Brian Kelly won. is five and five, and that ain't gonna cut it, Bubba. Bebe could be doing that. Bebe could go five hundred. Oh, he'd be ten and zero. <laughs> but y'all wanted him out. I, I don't I don't think uh, Kelly's seat is hot, but I do think that some yeah, of those assistant yeah, guys. Yeah. Are, I think that some of those assistants may be uh, may be in some trouble. But these coaches, they know now, get a big contract where the buyout's ridiculous. Like Jimbo you, Fisher? Yeah. yeah. Where it's uh, almost impossible to get rid of these coaches. Yeah. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll talk about the New Orleans Saints. We will uh, break down their matchup with the Patriots. It's play-by-play live from Absolute Fitness. We're having a great time on KLEB. Hi, my name is Daniel Lorraine. Candidate for re-election for Lafouche Parish Councilman, District 9. I'm presently retired and have the knowledge, the experience, and the desire to keep serving the people of South Lafouche. Let me continue to be the voice of South Lafouche. On October the 14th, I would appreciate your vote and support. Number 82, God bless, paid for by the Daniel Lorraine Campaign Fund. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. 
Absolute Fitness wants to welcome our community to come back and check us out. You'll discover an amazing environment and a friendly and welcoming staff at Absolute Fitness. We have a 12,000 square foot facility with all new top-of-the-line equipment, new saunas, an amazing smoothie bar, personal trainers, and much, much more. Absolute Fitness offers many types of very competitive memberships along with a dual membership with our proud partner, CrossFit Brackish. Absolute Fitness at 17092 West Main Street, Galliano. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Baby, you a song, you make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. We're here at Absolute Fitness. Brian Colley singing the theme music yeah. here. He's in a good mood today. Got me a smoothie. Somebody must have spiked it. <laughs> no, I, like didn't, I, didn't, I didn't touch anything today. Well, I drink with this guy. He's <laughs> didn't touch anything can't today. Can't turn your head because he spikes it. Speaking of <laughs> – get out of here, man. Speaking of um, – Sports, we've got the New Orleans Saints playing the New England Patriots on Sunday on the road. Um, the Saints started off 2-0 and and really didn't look all that great doing it. They just kind of got by, did what they had to do in the first two games. The last two games have been a bit of a different animal. Um, you lose against Green Bay in a game that you kind of gave away, and then you just get your butt kicked by Tampa. They put it on you 26-9. You want to see improvement with an NFL team, right? You want to see them get better. You want to see them, you know, make progress. The Saints offense was started off the season as the weak spot of the team. I can make an argument that they're getting worse as the year goes on. I don't know if that's what you want to see. I think this is a – much like we said with LSU, crossroads game, this is a crossroads game. If New Orleans goes on the road, loses again, drops three in a row, whoo, them birds are going to be chirping. They're going to be wanting Allen going. They're going to be wanting Carmichael going. Those birds are going to be chirping if New Orleans doesn't beat New England on Sunday. Yeah, look, the defense started off as a strong part, uh, point for the team, but you, you can't be on the field all the time, the defense. Their offense has to do something to keep the defense off the field for a little bit. And, uh, look, it's not going to be a case. No, it, it's tough to win an NFL. You hear that every single week. And – uh, the Saints have to find some offense to give them a shot to, to win. Uh, 
some of these games. And can they fix it? I'm like, yes, they can. But they have, again, too many weapons on offense to, to be scoring 15 points a game or whatever it is they're averaging right now. It, it's it, it's mind-boggling that they, they, they can't move the football. And there's different reasons why. I mean, we keep talking about it all the time. The quarterback holds the ball too long. The offensive line's never, not very good. They can't run the ball. They don't protect the quarterback. Uh, they fumble the ball. I mean, inside the, the five, when you run a quarterback sneak and run the clock out and go into halftime, but they fumble the ball on a guy that might carry the ball five times a season. You're giving it to him in that situation. It's just Well, uh, you know what's the most frustrating part about that is they asked Dennis Allen about that earlier in the week. And he said, oh, normally that's a quarterback sneak for us, but our quarterback's not healthy enough to do a quarterback sneak. Well, right? well that, then why the hell is he in the game? Yeah, that, that's part of the problem. You, if uh, Derek Carr is not 100%. Now, look, uh, uh, in years past, uh, uh, Drew Brees at 75%, yes. But uh, Derek Carr, he has to be 100% to give you a chance. And we, we talked and, about this last week is that, look, it's a, it's a guy in Derek Carr who wasn't all that effective when he was practicing every day. And then now you throw him in there without any practice and you expect the results to be better. He looked rusty. And here's the concern, dude, is that at the end of the game, Dennis Allen has already said, we put Jameis Winston into the game at the end because Carr was complaining his shoulder was sore. So instead of maybe taking a week or two or maybe even a month and getting that thing right, they're going to keep, breaking it more and more and more and more and it could become a, a potentially a, a situation that lingers on and then instead of having Winston in weeks three four five where the games aren't as magnified you might have them in weeks 12 13 and 14 when you're competing for yeah. the playoffs and that's that's the big concern right now is I don't know that he's ever going to heal now cars limited in practice this week does he get the start on Sunday he, yeah. he'd have to right I would think so uh, I you know they did it last week why wouldn't they yeah I would think so and, and I'm telling you, I watched the broadcast and when you can tell Carr was taking himself out of the game. He took his little arm sleeve off, walking off the field, was disgusted that he's walking out. Then they showed, the camera showed Winston. And I'm telling you, he had that look where Ian Book had on a Monday night football game. Like, oh, no, my God. I got to play now. Me? I have to go in. He, did. <laughs> he wanted no part of it. He gets in one pass. And, look, it, they were just trying to make something happen. But on the through the receiver big time for the interception, he just – they have problems right now that they're going to have to get fixed. How do, so, how do you get Alvin Kamara going, dude? 13 catches on Sunday. You would think, hey, that's a huge day. You know, he had one of the best days in the NFL. 13 catches for 33 yards. That's nothing. They're just throwing it to him at the line of scrimmage, and he's running out of bounds. Yeah. Like, how do they how do they get him going? They, they give him, and we, we spoke about that early on play-by-play where these running backs and receivers – or catching the ball, they're running out of bounds. They're not trying to fight for extra yards. And get him the ball. Let him run the football. You, you, you're giving him the ball at, at the line of scrimmage on a pass or one or two yards downfield, and you tell, go break a tackle. And, and, again, he's tired of getting these hits, and he, he just runs out of bounds. But give him the, let him run the football, try and establish the run. And at the end of the one or two series, if you're still having trouble running it, Keep running it. I mean, keep – they get away from it too early in games and you're putting the ball in Derek Carr's hand right now and say, look, go ahead and win the game for us. He's injured last week. There's no way he could have got that done. 
You know, the thing that is really interesting, and, and I mentioned this when Dennis Allen was hired, he didn't officially make Pete Carmichael his offensive coordinator until June. Yeah. He tried his hardest to find someone else but was unsuccessful. So you got to do that. You really probably never wanted all that much to begin with. But they tried other things. They tried to interview folks. They tried to, you know, get an alternative. And then now, this past offseason, you bring in John Gruden to camp and say, you know, hey, come help us install our offense. Most offensive coordinators don't need help installing their offense. But you bring in some outside counsel, there's uh, some whispers that New Orleans may be trying to flirt with getting John Gruden back in the game, maybe as an offensive coordinator. Um, what do you think about those things? Man, look, Gruden, of course, he, he knows his stuff. Right now he's kind of on the NFL poo-poo list because of some of the things he said in some emails or whatever that got him fired from Las Vegas. Would you be willing to take that chance and give him that opportunity if he were interested in yes, it? Yes, it's an upgrade, no doubt. But, look, everything's going to be okay in New Orleans because Pete Carmichael came on the news yesterday and said, i got to get better. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Everyone knows that. And, uh, yeah, I think it would be an upgrade. Get John Gruden in. Uh, what he did in the past, uh, he could have been wrong, may have been wrong, who knows. But uh, time heals some of those things. And everyone makes mistakes. You give him a second chance, and let, let's see what he can do with that offense. And if he does well with that offense, let's see what he could do as head coach. Next step. <laughs> That's the next step. I mean, why not? It could potentially be something to look forward to there. Um Thursday night football last night. Boy, you and I were thrown for a loop. We both picked the commanders, and the commanders got beat up on. The Bears laid into them pretty good last night. Um, what do you make of Justin Fields, dude? Like, some games he looks terrible. Some Last night he, he was good. He was running and he was throwing. And the Bears this season, they know they're not going to be very good. And they also own Carolina's first-round pick from the Bryce Young trade. So they're, they're in a spot where they could potentially get two top ten picks, maybe even two top five picks. And they're just kind of evaluating, trying to learn more about what they have so that they could figure out what they need. Do you think Justin Fields is a franchise guy, man? Look, he looked like it last night, but some nights he's just not there. He's too inconsistent to to be a franchise guy. And the Bears are in a good situation. They they probably just say, let's just get through this season right now and let's see we're going to have a number one pick. Let's see where our other pick is going to be. And it it could be – Two first-round picks at back-to-back. The game of the week in the NFL this week is going to be the Cowboys and the 49ers. It's a rematch of the playoffs last year. The 49ers are 4-0. My Cowboys are 3-1. I don't have faith in Dallas in this one. The 49ers have been their nemesis for years. Um, The 49ers, I think, could run the ball. I don't think they're going to have a good opportunity, Dallas, to stop Christian McCaffrey, who's been outstanding this year. Unfortunately for me, as a, as a Cowboy fan, I'm going 49ers in this one. Do you think that Dallas has a shot to go on the road and kind of pull the upset there? A shot, yes. They, they're going to have to play extremely well. I think the 49ers are going to have to make mistakes to allow Dallas a chance to win the game. But I'm with you. I would go with the 49ers. Last year, it felt like Brock Purdy was just kind of managing things, right? He, his job last year was, hey, just don't screw it up now in year two like he's actually physically making plays he's making things happen in four games he's got a thousand yards completing 72 percent of his passes five touchdowns no interceptions 
Dude, this was the last pick of the seventh round of the draft a couple years ago. Crazy. He has not lost a game as a starter in his entire career. Like, boy, the 49ers found them a diamond in the rough, didn't they? It's crazy how that works out. But, look, that just goes to show you. You know, people say it in NCAA term, you just got to get to the dance. I mean, some of these people just got to get drafted and, and make the most of your situation, and he surely is doing that right now. The Bills are taking on the Jaguars in the London game this week. The Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorite. Josh Allen has played really well since struggling in week one. Uh-huh. Um, I got It's a long season, brother. You can't start talking yet. It's a long season. Um, the Bills are three-and-one. The Jags are two-and-two. Two. The Jags played really well last week against Atlanta. And the Jags have kind of become London's team, right? The Khan family who owns the Jaguars, they own a soccer team out there in, in, in England. And um, they've kind of become the international team. So it's going to kind of be a home game for them taking on Buffalo. But it's going to be a big old uphill challenge. Was Buffalo showed last week when they beat the snot out of Miami. Hey, we're still, uh, we're still the real deal. Yeah, when Buffalo's clicking, it's uh, they tough. And now let's see with the long travel. Both teams have to travel. But I, I expect the Bills to come out and, and keep producing the way they are right now. I've got a lock of the week. Remember the last two weeks I gave you a lock of the week, and they both hit. Cincinnati minus three over Arizona. Burrow said it's a must win. If Burrow says that, he's going to be locked in. The Bengals are going to beat Arizona on oh, Sunday. You might be going with your heart on that one. I don't think I am, brother. I think the Bengals are going to get the win. Over Arizona. Oh, oh, Arizona. Did I say Seattle? Yeah. No, no. You, I think you said Arizona. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that might be one to look at. Only minus three. I think that Burrow and Chase are going to get going. What did you think of Chase's comments the other day, man? They asked him and said, Jamar, are you oh. open? Yeah, I'm open. Always open, huh? That ain't exactly what he said. I'm always yeah. bleeping open. Um, but, yeah, what did you make of that? It sounds like maybe a little bit of a rift there between the two partners from LSU. Yeah, but I, w- I wouldn't read too much. Just frustration. Uh, you can't. I don't think you read much into that at all. Yeah, like you said the other day, the things that are said right after the game, sometimes it's just emotion. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, college football, Alabama, Texas A&M, your Crimson Tide are going to College Station. They're not a big favorite. Um, one point. One point, I believe. It, it, it started off a little bit higher, and it, it closer and closer to the game time. It keeps going lower and lower. I think it was one last I checked. And uh, – Look, it's a tough place to play. I mean, and I, give me a break. Alabama's going to destroy Texas A&M. Give me a break. I, I just don't know about their offense right now. Who's Texas A&M's and, quarterback? And well, yeah, but the old Billy Joe's guy, huh? Yeah, Max Johnson. Yeah, Max Johnson is not going. I've seen him play Alabama before. He's not going to beat Alabama. Don't worry. Well, yeah. Alabama's defense has been uh, pretty good this year. Th- their offense struggles. And, again, the Mississippi State game, that score, that game was a lot closer than that final score. Kentucky-Georgia. Uh, Georgia has limped around, man. They're 5-0, and but they struggled through South Carolina. They struggled through Auburn. Kentucky's 5-0 and playing great defense. Is there any chance that Kentucky knocks them off tomorrow? Yes, there, yeah, there is a chance. I think it's going to be a good college football game. Uh, we'll, we'll see if Georgia's for real or not, if they can come out and make a statement. Uh, tomorrow against Kentucky. Red River rivalry, the two future SEC schools, Oklahoma and Texas, tomorrow. They're both 5-0. and oh. uh, Texas got the win over Alabama. Is Texas back? They like to, oh, man, we're back. Are, are they actually? I, I think they are. 
Hmm. I, I really do. I, I think they're going to go in tomorrow and they're going to get a victory. I'm a little surprised that in some of these blowouts they're not putting Arch in the game. I guess he's just dead set on redshirting, but you could play four you, games yeah, yeah, and still redshirt. Still play. Yeah. So I'm a little surprised that you know some of these lopsided games they're not giving him some opportunity to get some work. Um, but he didn't look very good in the spring, so yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, that's why. Maybe yeah. he's not the uh, undisputed five-star prospect that we all thought. He may have a reason. Before we wrap up, I know we're up against the clock. One more time, Brian, where are we today? What are some of the things going on here this month, man? We're at Absolute Fitness. There is a whole lot of cool stuff happening here, man. We're at Absolute Fitness. It's absolutely no tricks, all treats. No tricks. No treats, all treats here. You can come in and join, and if you join, you're going to get a choice. You can get a one free month, or you can have the joining fee waived. Or you can even get a $50 gym gift card where you can buy one of these smoothies that we've had that yeah. are delicious. Lights out. Yes, big time. And, again, very spacious uh, facility over here. Uh, lots of room, lots of equipment to work out on. Uh, TVs where you can enjoy while working out. Uh, pickleball court. Group Just classes a, if you don't want to you know, work yes. out by yourself. Just a, a great facility to come out. If you're looking to get in shape for the holidays and even continue after the holidays, this is the place to sign up. 24-hour access, Casey. If you're a night owl, you can come in at any time. Oh, I a am. key fob gets you in the door. You can feel safe because the door locks behind you. And when you leave, and you even got to press a button to get out so the door can lock when you leave. So just a, a great facility. And... Can't stress it enough. If you walk into this building, you will be highly impressed. No, and I could speak from firsthand experience. That's exactly what my experience was here today. And, look, we hope tonight that we're promoting absolute fitness a lot as well because we hope the Tarpons are living in the absolute fitness red zone tonight. Hopefully South Lafouche could score some points and uh, allow us to promote the plays that we did play-by-play -play today, man. Hopefully South Lafouche could put a, a big number on assumption. But it's going to be easier said than done. Yeah, it'll be a tough game. I think a very good high school game. Looking forward to tonight because uh, both teams, I think, have to come in. They, they're going to try and get – the Tarpons have to get a victory to increase their playoff chances with, the uh, well, the playoff bracket that we're in now that's set in stone. Isn't it crazy? Two public schools from the same district are vying for playoff spots in completely different brackets. Only the, only the Louisiana High School Athletic Association, right? It, it, yeah, it doesn't make sense, and we talked about it. It's not fair, but that's the system that we're in right now, and hopefully these principals can get together in January and get some of this changed. And, uh, and it's a reclassification year anyway, so they're going to reclassify. And uh, the Tarpons, they, uh, look, their enrollment's under 1,000. That's going to put you in 4A. So uh, this probably will be our last year playing in that Division One nonsense, and next year they can get it all right. We'll be back in 4A where we belong. I was explaining this to a relative the other day, and their response is the response of the entire state of Louisiana. Sase bet. <laughs> Let's wrap things up right yeah. here. We're live from Absolute Fitness. We thank them so much for their hospitality today. We had a wonderful time. We will be live at about 6.30 tonight. South Who's taking on Assumption. Big game for both teams. Thanks to Truck for producing today. Thanks to the fine folks at Absolute Fitness. Come give them a visit and come see their wonderful facility and join their team. Play-by-play -play wrapping up. Tomorrow we've got the sports corner as well. Um, time change. 
Time change. Um, Sports corner. We're going to have to announce that during the football game. I'm not exactly sure what the new time is going to be, but uh, during the football game tonight, we'll let you all know. We will be live tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Love you guys. God bless. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K.